We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the DFS MLB podcast, Friday edition for Saturday's MLB games. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined this week by John McKechnie. We're coming at you today with our best recommendations for your FanDuel rosters for Saturday's games. The fact that we record this show on Fridays doesn't give us access to Saturday's FanDuel player prices from the pitchers, but we'll try to give our best guesses for, for them and go with Friday's batter's projections on those values based on the current information that is on the FanDuel boards today. John, I'm excited to be able to share our picks and look forward to working on this podcast with you as you look to be the permanent replacement for Chris Benzine, who was in there last week. Yeah, this is great, Paul. I'm really looking forward to, to getting this podcast going every single Friday here. And I think we're starting off with a really nice slate of games this weekend to, to kick us off here. And uh, before we get too far into that, we should tell our listeners uh, that we uh, are going to note that FanDuel prices uh, for, rather the statistics, I should say, are basically triple the values that we had last year in terms of the base hits and so on, counting one point. For every one point that was on the board last year in terms of the scoring, there's three right across the board for all the batters and hitters stats. So uh, larger numbers, but the same rates apply when you're comparing Mm -hmm. uh, the different stats there, John. So... 
With that, we're, we're also noting that one addition is that there's, they're not penalizing us for the outs that our players make anymore. So that's another thing that's new on the fan duel scoring system. Exactly. So that adds an interesting wrinkle. It does. It does. It, I like the fact that there's no penalties and, and our guys can swing for the fences there. So I'm pretty happy with that adjustment mm-hmm. and uh, load up with power batters accordingly. Now, let's go through the Saturday matchups with a quick run-through of projected starters. Uh, John, why don't you take us through the first five games? And we note that all these starts are based on the Eastern Standard Time Zone. Okay, kicking us off on Saturday, we're going to have Mariners versus Yankees over at Yankee Stadium. We'll have Felix Hernandez going up against CeCe Sabathia. Uh, Coming in at the 2 o'clock window, uh, we're going to have Minnesota and Ricky Nolasco hosting Jared Weaver and the Angels. A couple of kind of struggling teams there trying to get, uh, trying to right the ship a little bit. A um, little bit after that game, first pitch, we'll have uh, St. Louis and Adam Wainwright uh, hosting Cincinnati and new surprise pitcher uh, Brandon Finnegan on the mound for the Reds. Uh, following that game, we'll have the Cubs with Jake Arrieta on the mound facing off against Colorado's Chris Bergman. And then following that one, we'll have Oakland's uh, Chris Bassett hosting Kansas City and Chris Young, the veteran. Then we swing into the afternoon, uh, late afternoon, uh, John, and, and uh, the Blue Jays, Marco Estrada, the righty, goes into Boston against David Price, the former Blue Jay, for a rivalry matchup that kicks off at 4.05 p.m. That's also going to be uh, joined by the New York Mets, Matt Harvey, the righty, in Cleveland against Josh, Josh Tomlin at 4.10 p.m. Then Chicago White Sox with lefty John Danks, and the Tampa pitcher is to be announced. Uh, uh, We haven't heard any information on that. We tried right up to the broadcast time here. That game starts at 10 past 6 p.m. Then Mm -hmm. uh, in Pittsburgh, Taylor Jungman goes up against Jonathan Neese. They're both righties for a 7.05 start. And uh, Max Scherzer leads the Nationals into Philadelphia against Aaron Nola, a battle of righties there, also at 7.05 p.m. Yep, and then uh, to start the evening slate off, we're, we're going to have uh, Miami and Tom Kohler hosting Bud Norris and the Braves uh, at 7.10 Eastern. Uh, first pitch at the same time, we're going to have Houston uh, hosting Detroit. That'll be Colin McHugh on the hill for Houston, a righty going up against uh, Justin Verlander, another righty, so righty battle going on there. Uh, shortly thereafter, at the 8.05 hour, uh, we're going to have uh, the Rangers with Colby Lewis on the hill uh, hosting Baltimore and Giovanni Gallardo, the former Ranger. Um, here we go at 8.40 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have uh, San Diego and Andrew Kashner, the righty, uh, hosting Arizona and Shelby Miller, the recently acquired Shelby Miller from this offseason. And then to wrap up the evening, we're going to have the Dodgers against the Giants in a divisional rivalry game. We're going to have Scott Casimir, lefty, on the hill for the Dodgers against Johnny Cueto, right-hander for the Giants. All right, John. Well, let's get into it, beginning with the Saturday uh, lineups here and uh, the starting pitchers that we're going to field. Again, we remind our listeners we don't have price lines on these guys, but we're going to go with our best estimate based on recent uh, postings, and uh, I'll let, let you lead off with your uh, starter, starting pitcher of choice. Well, this, this one, I figured I'd take a little bit of a discount. Uh, I'm thinking Shelby Miller of uh, the Diamondbacks going up to Petco Park, to a spacious Petco Park, to face a, a really struggling Padres team. And now Miller hasn't had an easy go of it uh, in his first two starts as a Diamondback, and I think that's going to help decrease his price. 
Um, and with that, I'm looking for him to get back on track Saturday, and I don't think there's a better team to do it against than the Padres. Uh, Padres have scored all five runs outside of uh, their weekend series at Coors last weekend. Uh, I think that's pretty telling. Uh, they're going, to, you know, they were going against the Dodgers and uh, and Philadelphia's rotation this past week. And Philadelphia, their rotation looks to be a bit ahead of schedule in terms of how good they've been. Um, but nonetheless, five runs in, in those games is really abysmal. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking for the bad starts for Miller to kind of decrease his price. Maybe he'll have some low ownership, but I think the matchup is too good to pass up on, and you'll be able to stack your hitters accordingly. Well, in terms of uh, my pick, I went with Marco Estrada of the Blue Jays. He's going to be around $8,000, and he's going in against David Price, who will be priced much higher. But I'm going to explain during the course of my other picks why I think that's a bad move for people that favor the Boston lefty in this uh, matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. For his part, Marco Estrada has one of the best changeups in the majors, complementing a sneaky fast fastball. It's funny how the fastball kind of jumps on batters when, when they also command a changeup that's at least... 10 miles per hour slower, so I'm looking for that to be a feature that in Estrada's start. He, he faced the Red Sox three times last year and fared very, very well against them in those games. His mounted opponent, as I said, David Price, played for the Blue Jays late last year, so this one has rivalry all over it, and Messrs. Bautista and Encarnacion have nice uh, career histories against Price, and Toronto's heavy-hitting writers figure to give Price uh, a rough ride in the Fenway Park bandbox, in my opinion. Now, before we go into the batting side of things, we're going to give a little bit of a tip of the hat to our friends at FanDuel who are sponsoring this and every other daily fantasy baseball segment for us in these time slots this year. The MLB season is here, and that means daily fantasy baseball is back. So go to FanDuel.com. Building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start as low as just $1, and anyone can play. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm looking forward to tonight's games, especially in this weekend's. I think we're going to have a lot of what what we'll see here in, in this podcast today is, is sort of teams that you might not have been using regularly in your lineups, uh, drawing some really favorable matchups. I'm talking about teams like the Marlins or even the Diamondbacks uh, that have struggled out of the gate, but they have some really good matchups coming up this weekend. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and I wonder if some of the dormant clubs, uh, like the Atlanta Braves, are going to finally get off the mat. And San Diego, too, you already alluded that they have a lot of, a lot of trouble scoring runs. I think the the timer is going to run out on that uh, continuing. So maybe they're going to jump, jump up and bite some of the more favored clubs. But we'll see how it goes. Now, FanDuel, in partnership with Rotowire, has created the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Championship where FanDuel and Rotowire are offering an exclusive series of 14 weekly contests for Rotowire readers, culminating in the final coming up on July 10th, which awards 15,000 in free prizes, including 2,000 to first place. Now, it's funny that you mention that because last week I was partnered up with Chris Benzine, another Rotowire uh baseball guy just like you and me and he won our staff portion so I guess he's been parading around that week one championship but it's the first of 14 weeks and I hope I bring you luck in the same way John maybe I'm going to be the good luck charm for all the guys that are are on the podcast but I think so I hope you're gonna be with me every week maybe that means a 13 game win streak for you I feel it coming on. <laughs> so uh, we invite our listeners to join over the 1 million other users who have already won money. It's never too late to join. Come play with me every day at fanduel.com. 
I urge you to go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my promo code RWPOD and sign up now. Special offer for new users. Get a free six-month subscription with with Rotowire and a $25 deposit. You must sign up with my promo code RWPOD. That's over $60 in value for just $25. Don't forget to use my code RWPOD. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. Sign up today. Okay, that's enough with those pleasantries, John. Let's get into our position-by-position picks. Who do you like at the catcher position? All right, starting off at catcher, I like JT Realmuto. Uh, coming in at around 2500 is what I guess his salary is going to be uh, for Saturday. He's Miami's catcher. And understandably, he's not the most attractive on the board. Uh, he usually bats towards the bottom of the order. But uh, the Marlins going up against uh, Bud Norris at home. I really like that matchup for, for the Marlins hitters. Uh, Real Muto doesn't have that, that pop that we were talking about earlier in his bat, but he is making great contact. He's getting on base. He has an 88% contact rate this season. So when he swings, he's not really missing. Um, and I think... Bud Nor- and that really plays into it because Bud Norris is probably going to be pounding the strike zone. I think Real Muto is going to see some pitches to hit, and I think he's going to be able to capitalize on that, and you won't have to pay too much to roster him on your team. Excellent. And I'm going to uh, counter that with Matt Weeders of the Baltimore Orioles for $2,800 based on today's prices. Again, we're talking about tomorrow's games. I take this veteran who has some pop in his bat, too, in the Texas launching pad because Colby Lewis has a bad history against the Orioles batters in that sample size. He's given up eight homers and only 94 at-bats against the the expected Baltimore batters, and that tells me what I already know. Lewis tends to pitch to contact and can get get hit hard, and uh, Weeders is a nice play in this scenario. What about your first base picks? Uh, Sticking in Miami here, actually, I'm going to go with Justin Bohr, the lefty, drawing a matchup against the right-hander, Bud Norris. And Bud Norris, in addition to being a, a pitch-in-contact type of guy, he's only topping out at around 92 right now. I mean, that's going to look like a meatball for Bohr. And Bohr hasn't gone deep yet this season, but, I mean, he has a ton of, a ton of pop. He's actually uh, getting on base a little bit more than you'd expect this season, it, hitting a little bit more for average at 286 with a 348 on-base percentage. Uh, but I think he's going to click, and I think he's going to put one in the in the seats. Um, and he also has the best career numbers against the Braves out of any of the, his opponents. He's slashing 357, 386, 375, with five home runs and 13 RBI and 42 at-bats lifetime against the Braves. Those are some big numbers. I'm going to go with uh, Uncle Albert Pujols, the L.A. Angels first baseman. He comes in at three thousand bucks today, John, and I'm wondering if they stick with that price tag. It looks like a mistake to me when you see it beside Pujols' name. He looks like he's rounding into form after a very sluggish start for him with hits in his last four games, though. He looks like he might be turning the corner and he gets a favorable matchup tonight when you look at the history against the twins starter. He has thirteen hits, three homers. And 11 RBIs and with only one strikeout in the 25-at-bat sample against the Minnesota Mound opponent that he'll face tomorrow. Your yeah, second, you got to like that. Your second pace pick, John. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Baltimore's Jonathan Scope. Uh, he's going to be coming in, I believe, around 2,600 or so. So you're not going to have to break the bank to get him either. And I think that Orioles-Rangers game, like you said, is going to be one of those more high-scoring games on the slate. 
uh, for Saturday. So it's definitely going to be a good idea to roster some guys that are going to take advantage of that. And Scope has been really just smoking the ball this season. Uh, his his hard hit rate is at 38.5%. So 38.5% of the balls he puts in play are stung. And that's higher than a guy like Ian Kinsler, uh, who's priced way ahead of Scope. And I think in that sort of uh, in that sort of ballpark with the favorable conditions, I think those hard hits are going to turn into extra base hits and maybe even a home run. And I'll counter with my second base pick. I'm going to go with veteran Chase Utley of the Dodgers for $2,700 on today's board. He'll hopefully be around that price tomorrow when he goes against the Giants. Utley is also stinging the ball with 11 hits in 34 at-bats to start this season on a roll. Compound that with his outstanding 10-for-24 history against starter Johnny Cueto, and this looks like a nice value play that helps open up my roster elsewhere. Your third-base pick, John. I'd like to touch on, on the Utley thing for a second real quick. I also, you have to like that Utley's generally coming in batting leadoff for a very potent lineup. So I think that that makes your pick even better, well, uh, frankly. Anything that boosts my, my uh, pick is, is fine with me, but it's got to show up tomorrow in the box score, I hope. So I think it will. At the hot corner, who do you like? Uh, this one isn't, a, isn't like a two, super, uh, I guess, sexy pick. I'm going with David Wright here around $3,000, but he's going to be in an AL ballpark, so maybe – uh, manager Terry Collins will s- slot him into like the DH spots to, to kind of lessen the wear and tear on his back. Uh, just kind of have him in there batting second in the order against a guy like Josh Tomlin, who's making his first start of the season. He's had a couple stops and starts here where, where his uh, scheduled start has been pushed back. Uh, he's a soft tossing guy. And I, I, I expect Wright to, to take advantage of that. And also something that people aren't really talking about is that Wright has gotten on base every single game this season. And that's a key factor. You can't score any points unless you get on base. So I like that choice. But uh, equally attractive to me is Yunel Escobar of the Angels for 3000 bucks again, another low value. Uh, surprisingly, when you consider that he's another veteran, he's in Minnesota tomorrow, and he's another veteran who's off to a great start with 11 hits, five of those for extra bases in his 35 at-bats so far this season. He also has a favorable history against his opposing pitcher, going 11 for 31, including five extra base knocks and only three strikeouts, which is another thing I weigh when I'm looking at these sample sizes against Ricky Nolasco. So I'm pretty excited about the possibilities there for a paltry three grand. Your shortstop picks, John. Uh, I'm going to go with Alednas Diaz. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm getting the name pronunciation perfectly correct on this one, but he's going to be a mid-2000s type of player at shortstop. Shortstop, to me, is kind of an interesting sort of boomer bust. you got a really elite top tier of guys like Carlos Correa or Seager or, or Segura right now. Uh, that that are really expensive. You really kind of have to bend over backwards to fit them into your lineup. So I like to save a little bit at my shortstop. And I think getting a guy like Diaz, who's starting to click, just kind of in tune with the rest of the Cardinals lineup, that are starting to push some runs across, I definitely like his value. Now, you will have to remember that uh, Mike Matheny's been kind of shuffling the middle of that infield a little bit, so you'll need to make sure that he is in the lineup but if he is, he should be batting bottom third, but I think he's going to get on base. He's going to have guys on base in front of him, and I think he's going to convert. I think we've already talked a little bit about that Baltimore-Texas matchup. I find more value in my shortstop pick going with J.J. Hardy at Baltimore, priced at 2900 bucks today, hopefully around that mark tomorrow. 
Hardy comes into this game on a bit of a roll himself with five hits in the last four games. He, too, gets the favorable matchup against Lewis, who I've told you is prone to serving up the long ball. In fact, Hardy has taken him yard twice as part of a 6-for-18 sample that also includes no strikeouts. So to the comment you made earlier, the ball will be in play in this matchup, and I think that some of those will go through the infield, maybe even over the fence. Your three outfield picks now, John. I'm going to let you go through all three of them, and I'll counter with mine. Okay. Now, these outfielders, I'm not uh, breaking any new ground on, on these picks because these are all upper echelon guys, but they're not uber expensive. These are generally, I like to make sure that I have money to spend on excellent outfielders. So I'm going to start out with Starling Marte at 3700 where thereabouts, uh, going up against uh, Taylor Youngman of the of the Brewers. Youngman, kind of a soft-tossing right, right-hander, uh, he throws a little bit softer than you'd expect for a guy that's around six foot six, six foot seven. Uh, so I think he's going to take advantage of that matchup. Uh, next up, I have Yoannis Cespedes at thirty eight hundred, roughly, and he, he's going to be playing in an AL ballpark against Tomlin, like I mentioned with Wright. And I think uh, Cespedes and the Mets in general are just kind of in due; they're due for a breakout. And I think it, it starts Saturday against Tomlin. Um, now Cespedes is a career. 306 hitter at progressive field and he's knocked 10 doubles and five home runs in, in that park you know th- thanks in part to his time with the with the uh tigers um and i think he's going to be clicking and it should start as soon as saturday now following that up i'm gonna have jd martinez in the, around the 3700 range and uh we got detroit going down to houston for the weekend and Mar- martinez will be facing his former club uh he's only got one home run on the season but he's absolutely locked in. He, he's slashing 433 with a 500 uh, on base percentage and a 633 slugging. So he he's really tearing the cover off the ball and he's getting on base. So I think that in that sort of ballpark that he's familiar with, I think he's going to really click and he's got that power upside that that we've been talking about that that makes him a useful candidate at you know not a not a super expensive price. Well, and like you, John, I tended to spend a little bit more money on my outfield with some of the cheaper picks along the infield, and I spent even more money than you with a couple of these guys. So <laughs> I counter with uh, Jose Bautista for $4,600 in, in Boston. I've already talked about the fact that he states that Fenway Park is his favorite park to play in in previous shows. He has lo- had a lot of success there, and he also enjoys success against David Price in their head-to-head history. There's 16 at-bats eight of those for extra bases, and five of them over the fences in a 49-at-bat history when Price was with the Rays. I saw the, I say the green mar- monster could take a pounding or may see a flight over its boundary in this matchup on Saturday. My second outfielder, Jay Bruce, for 3500 bucks, the Cincinnati Reds slugger. He gets into this lineup today because he's a power hitter who's lighting things up right now and right from the get-go this year with 11 hits in his first 33-at-bats. His favorable history against Adam Wainwright includes 11 hits, two dingers, four extra base hits, and eight RBIs in a 36-at-bat sample, and that makes this another another attractive matchup for me when I look at the history here. And finally, I throw in Andrew McCutcheon. Not much more needs to be said about this guy other than the fact that he's one of the more dynamic hitters in the majors. McCutcheon's price has been dampened by a bit of a slow start this year, so I take advantage of it. Uh, I note also that he has hits in five of his last six games, including all three of his extra base knocks to date, 
in his last five starts. He's starting to find focus in his stroke, and I think he comes in at a bargain price uh, at $4,400. When he starts raking, it'll be a lot more expensive to get him. Now, John, I'm going to ask you, you made a bunch of picks, so did I today. Which one are you most confident in? What's your pick of the day on Saturday? Well, for, for a tournament uh, selection, uh, you've got to be a little bit uh, risky. You gotta take. You gotta take a guy that maybe not everyone is, is dialed into. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my pick from first base uh, at Justin Bohr. You know, like I said, he's got great lifetime numbers at or against the Braves. And actually, his splits at home are far favorable uh, to to what they are on the road. So even though that's kind of considered uh, more of a pitcher's spacious park, uh, Justin Bohr can get it done there. And I think he's a guy that. Uh, you take a flyer on, and he can, and he produces. That's going to uh, shoot you up the rankings. So I like Bohr for for uh, Saturday. And uh, I'm going to go with Jose Bautista, the big power bat in the middle of a potent lineup in the majors, la- most potent lineup in the majors last year, playing in his favorite park, John Fenway, the Fenway Park hitter haven against a lefty whom he's hit very hard in their head 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 history. All of that makes Joey Bats my pick of the day. So there you have it, folks. For John McKechnie, I'm Paul Bruno, and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel picks. Come back to listen to our podcast on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition. So long, everybody. So long.